Chapter 8, in which you'll find out how one person's rubbish is another person's treasure and how even the most humble objects have a story to tell. You should now be standing in the middle of Oxstall's Road. To your right is a pathway running right underneath where you're standing. To your left is a site where new flats are being built. If you're from the future, the flats are already built and full of people. I hope they look nice. Things change around here every day. There are layers and layers of buildings underneath your feet that have sprung up and been knocked down ever since I was a little sapling. The building and the demolition of these buildings disturbed a lot of things. Objects that have been lost or hidden or discarded. Our roots are deep and nothing can be kept secret forever. There are very special artefacts that were revealed by them digging up that scrap metal yard over there for the new development. Pay attention to these objects if you find one. Don't be fooled by their mucky exterior because treasures lie within. For example, recently to your right there was found an ancient hip flask which arrived here on board the HMS Duke of York at the end of World War II. Young soldier and local lad Darren Cook claimed that the flask had saved his life four times when the bullets that were bound for him had hit the flask which was tucked in his uniform for good luck. The weird thing was there wasn't a scratch on it. In 1982, Darren died. Yeah, and, and his house got cleared by Cheeky Pete off the Deptford Market and sold pretty quickly to a gentleman called Leonard Pritchard. Right, Len claimed every time he had a cheeky drink, anything that was ailing him, be it bad back, sore throat or aching heart, was gone by the morning. When Len tried to sell the flask to Derek Akora off um, Britain's most haunted TV fame, the flask mysteriously vanished only to appear again here once more last year. I won't tell you who's got it now, because the knowledge will overwhelm you, and you'll do something rash, I can tell. If you look to the scrapyard on the other side of the road, just by the pub and to the left of the shell garage, a small, fluffy toy dog was found in a dirty old carrier bag with a note around its neck. No one knows where it came from. Except us, of course, as we know everything. The little blighter belonged to a gentleman called Gary. He was a Deptford lad, born and bred, and a huge Millwall fan. On a Saturday afternoon, if it's going very well for the team, you can hear them singing and cheering from here. So one day, Gary's at the den watching Millwall and they're having a terrible day. So bad that Gary had a heart attack and he blamed it on their poor performance. He said it was a blessing because he didn't have to see the rest of the game. Whilst recuperating in the hospital, Gary was looking through all the cards and flowers he'd got from friends and, and he noticed this little fluffy toy dog. He had no idea who'd sent it. I mean, 
Gary wasn't a cuddly toy sort of man usually, but, but he liked it and it gave him an idea. As soon as he got home, he got himself a real little Yorkshire Terrier he called Gandalf. Now, Gandalf and Gary walked every day in Deptford Park, making friends with the other dogs and their walkers, and Gary started to feel much better. He even said he loved Gandalf as much as Millwall. So that says a lot. Gary and Gandalf both disappeared one day. No one knows where to. The note round the neck where the toy was found said, Gone to the den. See you when you get here. Love, Gary and Gandalf. Now, we're going to the park. If we're lucky, we'll see a few of Gandalf's old friends. Fanny and Duke and Lola and Norris and Eddie and all the other dogs chasing each other and showing you humans a thing or two about how to enjoy yourselves. Uh, not, not that I'm suggesting you go around sniffing each other's bums or nothing, but you know what I mean. Come on, let's go. Please continue down Oxstall's Road, passing the school on the right and the shell garage on the left. You will get to a set of traffic lights at the end of the road. Go over Evelyn Street at the traffic lights and then turn left. Walk through the wrought iron gates which say Deptford Park and you'll be in the right place. Have a listen as you walk to another local story. But be careful to mind the traffic as you cross the road. My name's Janet Lewis. I've lived in Deptford all my life. Uh, when One Christmas, we, we were all round at my aunt's. We always went round to my aunt's for Christmas because she had folding doors and it was big enough for everybody. And this particular Christmas, everyone decided that my great-aunt and uncle wanted to play the piano. So we all decided to go round to my, my grandmother's in Alloa Road and pick up the piano. Um, it was thick ice and snow. We managed to get the piano outside and we're pushing it down the road. It's slipping and sliding everywhere. And my mum's walking along, banging. My mum was tipsy at the time and she's walking along the road, banging and crashing on all the keys all the way around to Scone Road. 